Welcome to From the Edge, the official podcast of the 200 Voice Course of Westerly, with your hosts Ryan Saunders and Andrew Howell. This week on our debut podcast, Ryan and Andrew visit with 12th Night playwright Harvey Blanchett and the Tafone, Course of Westerly alum John Tafone. And now, gather your kids, parents, grandparents, and pets around the internet, and welcome to From the Edge. Good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening to us. Welcome to the first ever Chorus of Westerly podcast. We are stretching our legs and going on the World Wide Web, something that was started all of two days ago, and now we found it with a podcast. My name is Ryan Saunders. I'm sitting here today hosting this podcast along with my partner in crime, the man who wears the conducting pants, sometimes a conducting shirt and jacket, <laughs> Andrew Howell. Say hello, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. All right, great. This is good. And also, uh, here in the room with us right now, along with a cast of characters of thousands, is uh, Harvey, Harvey Blanchett, who's, who's nearby. And hello. He's right here. And then uh, a little later on, I get to hear from John Tafone. Anyway, you're probably wondering, why are we talking more than normal? Well, first of all, I like to talk. And if you've been to any of our concerts, I give about 35-minute curtain speeches. So I thought I'd start it's for true. 12 nights right, right, right now. Uh, no, we, uh, we, we, we're hoping to uh, reach out to some of our fans, alumni, or maybe even the people who don't like us. Uh, and talk to you a little bit about what we're doing uh, from week to week, time to time. That's okay, guys. You can laugh if I have a terrible, awful joke. That's why we um, didn't laugh, Ryan. There you go. There you go. But we'll we'll talk about the events that are coming up. Uh, we'll try to bring in some interesting people that we're working with or we're working with on our events. Um, we'll bring in Andrew's doctor to take care of his cough because every uh, Thank we're, you. we're recording this in the midst of uh, uh, the preparations for our. Our 40th and final celebration of Twelfth Night, but it's a Twelfth Night tradition that the directors of the chorus, be they Andrew or myself or even George before he retired, that we get some sort of terrible Illness. Uh, upper it's, it's respiratory the, infection. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Consumption be done about it? Oh, wow. <laughs> that's my contribution. So. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Harvey Blanchett, for, uh, for, he'll, he'll be playing the uh, Knickerbocker this weekend. <laughs> Um, but no, and also uh, let you hear some music from time to time as we get permission to do so and, and bring in some of our alumni members. And later on in, in this particular show, uh, we're going to talk to the Tafone, as I call him, uh, Mr. John Tafone, who is one of our more uh, distinguished alumni, who is currently a junior. Is that right, John? John's like the guy behind the glass if you're on a radio station right now that they talk to but you never see. Of course, it's... Radio podcast, so, so you can't really see it. <laughs> oh, um, people you don't see on radio. Um, but John is a uh, John is a, a junior at Catholic University in, in the District of Columbia, and he will be headed off to Oxford. So we're gonna to learn a little bit about what John's up to, um, and that will be in our last segment. So uh, this first segment here, I, I guess Andrew and I are going to have some sort of witty banter, and hopefully um, our, our fine producers behind the glass over here edit out our early our, our early banter. Um, so how you doing, Andrew? <coughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you too. You excited? This is this is this is our big fortieth and final twelfth night. You pumped? I am very excited. This is actually my twentieth twelfth night. I did that math, and this will be my twentieth year. I spent seventeen of those years as a treble, okay, and then finally my voice changed, and I became music director of the Chorus of Westerly. <laughs> That's so incredible. This will be my third one now. Wow! Wow! Well, congratulations on your voice changing. <laughs> Thank and, you very uh, much. That's that's very. I think exciting. it's actually changing back right now. So. Well. <laughs> What 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 is your <clears throat> first Twelfth Night memory? Uh, actually, one of the earliest memories I have, and I don't know if it was the same year, but there was uh, the, the Angel Year, which I believe also had the um, 
the big crystals was that the same year? Big, I remember. I, yeah. All right. So uh, let me just give you a let's little just more. Say, than let's that. just say there so were there big crystals. So there was a giant, gorgeous angel that our, our wonderful Bill Crowsdale built um, that came into the hall at the same time as the chorus was singing "O Monum Mysterium," um, the Lords and Martin Lords. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a, a glorious Gorgeous. moment, but it was pretty early on, I believe, from what I was singing. And I, I don't know why I remember, but I also remember all these people with gloves and these I weird was glowing those, crystals. No, no, I was one. Of, it was they were like bedazzled gloves. Yeah. Oh, they, the it, hands. It was pretty yes. Yeah, they, yeah, they, the they did. So you, they did so do that. that. You, uh, you reached into it. and We said our lines. It was so Scaffin was the monster that year. Scaffin. Yeah. So got a better memory that, for That's it why than Harvey me. writes the play. Yeah, exactly. Uh, after 20 years, it's hard to keep track of what has been what. But um, So that that was my first real memory, and I sang for a number of years you know, as part of the chorus, and then I ended up transferring over to the behind-the-scenes stuff. So I got to open doors for people, keep everyone in line downstairs, and put a headset on and fun things like that. I did video for a few years, so I've done yeah. many different things for this production. Uh, so now it's, it's nice like to it. be in the director's seat Use and Get to wave my arms at people. Look, I call him an AV nerd, but I, I'm, I'm the executive director of a community chorus. If there's anything more nerdy, I don't know what there is. <laughs> oh, out that's there. wonderful! The fact that you show up dressed as Captain Picard. Well, th- <laughs> thank you. I, I do. I, I'm shaving my head daily to make sure that happens. <laughs> Actually, the, the reason I, I was poking Andrew on that story about his favorite Twelfth Night memory is because uh, two years ago we were at the Chorus America conference in Seattle, and who did we happen to sit next to? At lunch. Oh, that's right. We happened to run into Morton Lauridson, and we were just about to get ready to do his Lux Eterna. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. <laughs> Almost later. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. But you told him, Andrew told him that story he just told you about. I did. And, and it he... is really interesting and difficult to try and describe to someone what it is that we do in this very strange show called Twelfth Night and how how it all goes together and, and the people that are involved in it and what the creatures are and how the story moves along and it's it is very difficult to actually make that an understandable thing. So I think by the end of the conversation he basically just kinda walked away saying that guy is a total weirdo. So I well I think he ran to the elevator. He ate a salad. He did, but he, I think it was he like was a avoiding California everyone, Cobb not just me. salad or something that he ate and he and he did and you know apparently his nickname is Bud. I think that's, is that right? Or am I, I making know. that up? Oh, no, Skip, Skip. It's Skip Lordson. Thank you. John DeFone <laughs> from Behind the Glass. It was, but, <laughs> well, you know, this is sort of how we plan things around here. We just talk about Chorus America war stories. But no, I, that's one of the great things about Twelfth Land is we've gotten a chance to do some some fabulous uh, music. And in the next segment, we'll talk to Harvey a little bit about the plot. And uh, we'll hear a little bit of the music and the guest actors and uh, vocalists coming in. Yeah, on uh, the musical side, actually, that is one of the most interesting things about the show is that because it's... It's a new production every year. We're always looking for for moods and and certain songs to fit uh, various scenes. And so there's such a wide variety of music that we end up getting to delve into in the show. Things that we wouldn't necessarily use in the rest of the year, but we have the opportunity to explore new repertoire and do more interesting things. You can't do a whole piece, a whole concert on this one little bit, but it's a great thing to create a mood and and set a scene properly. Well, interesting, though, the, the, the very first Twelfth Night, we got about a minute left before we go to our next uh, segment here but our very first Twelfth Night which we don't count the chorus called it a celebration of Twelfth Night but, but did part four of the Christmas, the Christmas Oratorio by yeah. Bach that's yeah. right so I guess and they had we, an orchestra they had an orchestra so I guess we actually did the first show of Twelfth Night back in November this year so it's an extended Twelfth Night but it's it's very it's very exciting we um, are, are thrilled to be doing this in our this is the, the 40th go-round of this particular iteration of Twelfth Night um, it's our final one for now, which is certainly an emotional thing for all of us here, but we're really pumped up and excited about it. 
And uh, we're looking forward to what's going to happen uh, very soon and what's going to happen in the future. So um, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break here and, and do something else. And then we're going to come back and we're going to talk to Harvey about, uh, about Twelfth Night and, and about better, this year's actual plot. On. You better write it quickly. I'm quick. <laughs> okay. Join the Chorus of Westerly for their final performance of A Celebration of Twelfth Night, one of New England's finest traditions. The 2015 show will bring down the curtain on the production after a wonderful 40-year run. This spectacular farewell will feature a rich tapestry of music, dance, comedy, swordplay and mythical beasts. The colourful joyful pageant features the Chorus of Westerly and the Twelfth Night Festival Brass, along with a cast of 130 actors, acrobats, dancers and jesters, and is conducted by music director Andrew Howell. Performances are Saturday, January the 10th and Sunday, January the 11th at 2 and 6pm at the George Kemp Performance Hall in downtown Westerly. There is also a peasant's feast featuring a warm winter meal and traditional entertainment at 4pm on both days. A discounted preview performance takes place on Friday, January the 9th at 7.30pm. Tickets are available by calling 401-596-8663 or online at chorusofwesterly.org. This production is sponsored by LM Westerly Hospital, the Bloomington Thrift Shop, and the Rhode Island State Council on the Arts. All right, we're back, and we've made some noise in the office in between. We went out, Let for, up some we steam. Went out for a great. smoke, had a couple drinks, yep. came on back. It's okay. It's Look, wow. Andrew, Andrew's making faces across the way here, but That's first of all, we're on the internet, right. so you can say anything you want. Secondly, Why is none of us... Oh, it's the internet. Oh, phew. Well, well, we're also adults, and secondly, none of us actually smoke or do anything. No, we've, we've moved right. nowhere in the office. <laughs> Harvey got a little closer to me, which is... I did. Which is... Lovely, but I'm uh, chilly. Here it is. Anyway, so uh, we have a celebration love. of Twelfth Night number forty going to happen right now. Na- na- right now, right now. Right now. And, Show uh, starts. Three, apropos two. of nothing, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to, uh, to have Harvey tell us a little bit about. So every year, Harvey Twelfth Night has has a a plot, a brand a, new plot, a brand new plot, yeah. a, a good versus evil, light versus dark, and uh, this is the last one. So you've got to hit a home run this year. So what did oh, you thanks. write for us? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, this is uh, a great year too because. Um, uh, it was I had when the decision came kind of down the pike. Uh, I'd had a totally different script, right? Like really two draft and, and ready to start going. But it was weird. Um, it was a really weird show, um, and I, it, would, it was very experimental. And it had all this very strange music and this dance. And it was kind of vague and very like would have been a very not twelfth nighty twelfth night. And right. I'm like, well, that's a lousy choice for last year. And um, luckily, I had written a, another script that we. Um, couldn't really uh, get going a couple of years ago because it was just it was too big it was too it had a quartet and it had all these like four puppets and it's just sort of this this was this monster but given this last year we just sort of were like well let's go for that one and as I uh, kind of revisited that storyline it, it really ended up being about where sort of the main core of the plot is about a family coming together and learning how to let go of their angers and their prides and their hurts and 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 complete their family again it's also about letting go of things um and you know learning that everything has its own time and so it just ended up thematically being really really lovely for this year and i think um it's gonna really help a lot of people who are very close to the show really sort of you know be a good final year but also just a a wonderful year for anyone who it's their first time seeing it because it's gonna it's really got a lot of really great big impressive beautiful stuff in it now, now, Twelfth Night is always really about uh, things changing, rebirth, I mean, uh, many things. And so when you're talking about the, the different elements of this, this really, it, it centers around the, the four seasons of, of the year. Yes, this specific year especially. Um, 
uh, and it's always it's always being a sort of a sol- an ancient solstice celebration. So it is this conflict of the, you know, the dark time of the year versus the light time of the year. But this year it's it's much more direct. The villain itself is a is well, villain per se, but the villain is is winter, um, who has been pushed out of the wheel of the seasons and is intent on coming back and basically making a world of endless winter so he can never be pushed out again. Um, but then even more what makes it so lovely is it's not about defeating winter it's about welcoming winter back in it's about being mm-hmm. like yes things are kind of tough right now but please come back and we'll be whole again right so that's right. I, I hate i hate monsters because i don't it's like well why is he mad why i don't right. want to kill the monster right. it's like why is he killing people like right. can we just deal with this and not just murder that poor dragon thing it's <laughs> well it's a very it's a very i mean harvey how many of these how many i mean you helped Man, with people one. Keep how many of these that? have I you don't written no um well you read, read Anne wrote about I, 300 so you must have done 25. the one i the one i worked with Anne was that and i think i've done eight by myself since that yeah i think so this is like my ninth script that i've worked on if i've because there's the five year there's the golem there's the black boar there's the dragon year and then there's this year so that's nine so it's nine. So it's nine, so it's nine solo nine. scripts. And just so uh, folks are aware who might be listening to us for the first time is that uh, for the bulk of the show's history, it was written by um, one of the charter members of the course, Anne Utter, who was the original producer and writer of the show. Uh, and uh, when Anne when Anne was getting sick before she passed away in 2006, I think is when Anne passed away. That sounds right. Um, uh, Harvey was uh, there to help finish that script. And then after she did... Uh, Leva, sadly, Harvey picked up the uh, the, the writing baton and, and yeah. went forward. And I got to, it was wonderful that first year. I actually got to have a couple of script meetings with her in in the script that I had taken from conception. So I did I did get a chance to sort of run, make sure that I actually was like writing Twelfth Night as it had, you know, in the same vein as it had been intended. I've never really tried to duplicate her style because that would not, I don't think that would be a really good idea to even attempt. But, um, but I certainly got to work with her and created something. Having different. having read this one and watched it come together, this is actually one of my favorites of, of the scripts that you've written. So I, I hope um, people find it uh, in, as enjoyable as I have, at least reading it. And it's, it's funny, because when you read things and then see them on the stage, they're always very different. Um, and I'm always actually much more impressed when they're on the stage for very obvious reasons. But we have some fantastic um, lead actors and vocalists coming oh, in. The cast wanna... is so exciting. Um, Emily Marvash, who's just fantastic, is playing... Um, the uh, the Queen of Summer, Lady Air, um, and she's sort of the other antagonist, sort of this source of pride, and she's the one ruling the kingdom and has gotten in the fight with a character named Lord Blyde, who's paid, played by Matthew Matt Worth. Worth, Matt who Worth. is a baritone and a really, really handsome man, um, but a very <laughs> talented singer, too, so the management, they're very excited about that. Um, and then we have these other two. We have uh, Abra, uh, Clausen, who's Clawson. playing our summer queen, and she is uh, she, she's she, one of our teen singers yeah, in the and, chorus. Yeah, and really a remarkable um, uh, acting product coming out of her. Just really stunning work. And then she's we got, got quite a bit of background with Trinity rap, um, but just really doing some lovely stuff. And then we have for the Autumn King is um, Andrew Burnap, who was in the chorus and in Twelfth Night for years, and is now really he's going to be a name to watch. Um, and is also just bringing a really amazing uh, just piece of acting and some singing, and, and it's. Very exciting to have such a really compelling <clears throat> chunk there at the core of the of the plot. And of course, um, around them we have uh, coming back to work with us again, uh, Father Christmas, uh, Jim Lawson coming back. Yes. Uh, and Jim's been doing this for I think nearly fifteen years now in some capacity. Three hundred and sixty-two years. That's right. So, and Jim is. I mean, I think that role was actually made for Jim. And uh, we have 
Mike McClellan and, and his son Shane coming back to be our jesters. Oh yeah, and uh, we have we have some some tremendous other folks uh, working behind the scenes. Um, uh, Darren Wood, our director, Robin, our, our choreographer, and then all the folks doing lights, costume, sound, tech. I mean, I, if I oh, try yeah. to thank everybody right now, we, we wouldn't get through it. But Calvin Utter's on Calvin stilts Utter, doing um, a really yeah. beautiful piece of work. We've Rip. got a two-man giant wolf puppet, <laughs> which Bill, is really awesomely terrifying. The puppets are pretty. The puppets are pretty cool. I, uh, I must say that they're yeah. pretty cool. About Visually, this. it's going to be a really impressive show. Are you? I'm making hand gestures. Where, you can't tell, but they're great hand gestures. Where? Where? <laughs> And 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 both of you uh, have a fun thing happening this year. Your children are going to be in the. Well, Andrew and Harvey don't have children together. They're, they're various <laughs> children. No, you let's both... be honest with our love. <laughs> Your children are going to be in the show this, that's my this daughter, year. Jocelyn's a crown kid. And that's a that's a pretty exciting thing. Like well, your whole brood is. I've got two crown kids and a wreath kid. Wow, nice. that's I was I was a wreath kid Upgrade. my very first year. That was one of my exciting things. All right, well, Twelfth Night's coming up, and uh, in our next segment, we're going to talk to the Tafone and learn a little bit about what a chorus alum is doing, what he's doing in the office right now. Join the Chorus of Westerly for their final performance of A Celebration of Twelfth Night, one of New England's finest traditions. The 2015 show will bring down the curtain on the production after a wonderful 40-year run. This spectacular farewell will feature a rich tapestry of music, dance, comedy, swordplay, and mythical beasts. The colourful, joyful pageant features the Chorus of Westerly and the Twelfth Night Festival Brass, along with the cast of 130 actors, acrobats, dancers and jesters, and is conducted by music director Andrew Howell. Performances are Saturday, January the 10th and Sunday, January the 11th at 2 and 6pm at the George Kemp Performance Hall in downtown Westerly. There is also a peasant's feast featuring a warm winter meal and traditional entertainment at 4pm on both days. A discounted preview performance takes place on Friday, January the 9th at 7.30pm. Tickets are available by calling 401-596-8663 or online at chorusofwesterly.org. This production is sponsored by L&M Westerly Hospital, the Bloomington Thrift Shop, and the Rhode Island State Council on the Arts. All right, well, we're back, and we had that was a, a, a lively 12th night discussion we had before. So uh, this being our first co- podcast and us having no clue how to actually conduct a podcast, we looked around the office literally and said, who can we interview? And sitting down at the other end of the music library where we're, we're working right now is the man I like to call the Tafone. So I guess uh, it was my fault. That's right. Yeah. That's your last name. John Tafone. Uh, welcome, John. Thank, Thank you for being with us. Thanks. My pleasure. I was here anyway. That's right. Now, what? Why? why are you here? <laughs> It's um, a really good question. <laughs> they won't let me out. Um, <laughs> Please help. <laughs> no, um, I'm doing some arranging orchestration for the show. Done it for a little while now. Um, and that's what I'm doing now. What, what are you actually arranging down there in the little computer? Uh, currently, a piece by John Rutter. Uh-huh. Which, which piece is that? Blow, blow, thou winter wind. Blow, blow, thou winter wind. Yeah, so, so to give a little background on John, John is currently a composition major at Catholic University, which Ryan mentioned in the first section. Um, he's about to spend a semester abroad in Oxford studying yes. composition. Uh, and what, something else. Uh, choral Pints. conducting, yes. choral music. Choral music jazz. over in Oxford. Yeah. So we've been lucky for the last three years, or this is the third year, for John to come in and, you know, as we are fitting all sorts of things into the show, trying to find music for specific moods, uh, whatever we come across, we then have to what we call brastrate it. Um, and that means that we're writing for a pit band of seven brass instruments, typically harp and percussion, but this year uh, we're having organ and percussion. So John will come in and sit down and take a full orchestral score and make it sound like something substantial wow, for a that brass sounds cool. ensemble. I know, it's really <laughs> wow. great. It's, it's a lot of pressure, amazing. and it's doing an hour. Good yeah. luck with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So what? So you're so uh, tell us about this. What's going to happen in Oxford? So you're going to Oxford? Yes, I'm... I know of a lot of very good pubs over there, which someday you should try. Mr. Kent was actually telling me about them too. <laughs> After Christmas pops, he's like, you know, I've got a list of pubs for you to go to. I was like, Mr. Well, Kent. <laughs> well, you know, music pubs <laughs> comes together. So, but beyond beyond the finding the beer, um, mm-hmm. what? So you're who are you going to be studying with, and uh, what college are you going to be at? I'm going to be at New College, which is ironically one of the older colleges at Oxford. Uh, we have to wear robes to class and to meals. Which just is, robes? Just robes, yeah. Oh. They didn't say anything else. The website Reezy. says robes. <laughs> robes, no shoes. Essentially, no he's going to be in Harry Potter for yeah, a Yeah, basically. Gryffindor! Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. Uh, and I'm studying choral music. They asked me to write a concept musical while I'm over there. A concept musical? Concept musical, yeah. Interesting, interesting. What is, do you have any idea what you're going to write? Like, what is the concept... What is the concept yeah. for the concept musical? Uh, well, I have a collaborator, and we were tossing around ideas, and uh, one of the ideas came up of home. Um, so, wow, it'll be a show with no plot about home. Well, there you go, a show with no plot about home coming right. to theaters near you this, <laughs> yeah. this summer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's very exciting. Now you're leaving. You're leaving shortly. Uh, next week, actually, you're January fifth. January fifth, and and if you're listening to this on January sixth, John is already in England and at the Eagle and Childs. Yes. Um, when, when, how long are you going to be there? When do you come back to the U.S.? Uh, so my last day of class is in March. I'll be staying in Europe for another week, and then I'll be back in the States for a week, and then I go to Manhattan, and then I'll go back to D.C., and maybe stop back here. Wow, you are all wow. you are all over the place. Yeah. So, so, so the, the semester only goes through March. Yes. And then now, do you go to class, or is it just you're just meeting? Uh, they're tutorials, so oh, they're one on one. That's interesting. That's very yeah. interesting. How did you get into this particular program? Uh, well, there's no set up program at our school for music majors to study abroad at Oxford. Uh, it was just something I wanted to do, so I made up my own program. So they actually in Oxford know you're coming, right? Like, yes. Yeah, they they know I'm coming. I wasn't just going to show up. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So now you've been in, you've been involved with Twelfth Night for a long time here. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so do you have a do you have a particular favorite Twelfth Night memory or something that you just like about the show or maybe you don't like us at all? I don't. I don't know. Um. Wow. Uh, <laughs> oof, that's wow. A lot. It's a podcast. And, Be honest. Yeah. There you go. It's <laughs> the executive I director. Two favorite Twelfth Night memories, actually. Uh, the first one was my first Twelfth Night. I was singing and scared out of my mind. Um, I was in the treble section because that's Andrew was still there. Andrew was still in the treble section. Yeah, (laughs) Um, and there was the year with the Griffin. I remember seeing the Griffin. I was like, "This is so cool! I can't believe we get to do this." Um, And I was like, "I'm gonna write a show at some point in my life." Um, Concept musical. A concept musical. No, actually, I wrote a show with my collaborator um, this past semester at school. Mm -hmm. It was uh, performed in D.C., and now the show's going on and doing some relatively big things. What is the name of the show? The show is entitled First Light, Uh and it's based off of the Edward Hopper painting Nighthawks. Wow, very, very, very interesting. And now you recently were out in Los Angeles for an award or something like that? Yes, I was um, at the... A film festival out in California. Uh, I was nominated for Best Soundtrack wow. in said film festival. Did you, um, did you win? I didn't win, but I got offered a well, um, job. So. Well, uh, well, they, they, well, did you take the job? Um, I can't because of 
stuff that non-disclosure non-disclosure wow agreements, but he listen yeah. ladies and gentlemen the guy who's scoring the new star wars is right here put it on twitter right now it's breaking hashtag awesome hey that's pretty cool i'll let Thank john, I'll let john <laughs> i once covered on conducting conversations with mike mano uh for keith lockhart and uh really? so I, I i and the boston pops yeah that's right and john williams led the boston pop so i have no connection to him at all but i'll try to send an email up that way to let him know that you're writing he star doesn't wars. have a computer well, he, well, that's true. Most yeah. people do have computers <laughs> these days. But, well, best of luck to you. And Thank you. <laughs> but John Williams doesn't have a computer. So that's the point there. Right. Doesn't. No computer. You know, the, the interesting thing about working in a, in a musical organization is I have no ability to hear at all. I, it's so, fine. Um, uh, anyway, well, best of luck to you thank and, you. and, and your, uh, your trip abroad, and uh, thank you for your help. Um, John won't be here when the show opens, so you won't get a chance if you see him to, to hug him and thank him, but he'll be back again in, after his trips to March. Well, oh, thanks for the hug. Him, and thanks oh. to the magic of radio or podcasting. You can't see it, but all best to you, and um, and uh, thank you for your hard work. Um, this uh, We're coming to the end of our, 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 our first podcast, but we hope to make these a little bit more professional or maybe less professional, and... Uh, Hopefully our fine producers behind the glass uh, didn't put in some of the stuff in between breaks because that was ridiculously ridiculous. And uh, we're going to do this again. Uh, and we're going to try to keep talking throughout the season about events that are happening. And we'll bring in some more entertaining guests. John will, of course, be in England, but we'll probably bring Harvey back again because maybe get Harvey's interpretation of, of the, the news of the week. You know, Harvey could be our, our news reader. We don't oh, yeah. No, I'm on that. That'll be great. Um, and uh, to just, just, as, just I guess, in, in closing, coming up here, uh, on behalf of the course, this is the end of, uh, uh, we're at the end of 2014, beginning of 2015, uh, but we'd like to thank you for all of your support over the last year we had. We had an incredible year uh, that featured uh, some amazing events, a, a European tour. Uh, we raised $100,000 in matching funds, thanks to all of you, uh, and we're about to roll out a pretty comprehensive expansion of our, of our uh, music education program that you're going to hear a lot about, but it's thanks to all of you. Uh, have a wonderful new year, and we will talk to you on the next podcast. Edge is produced by the Chorus of Westerly with New Shore Productions. For more information, visit chorusofwesterly.org and newshoreproductions.com. That's where we should go. Rejected 12th Night themes. I can bring that back. I'll have John arrange it. There's our theme song. <laughs>